A Florida man told the police that smoking meth is in fact legal. Florida officials ask the perverts to stop messing with the manatees. A Florida woman that hates police pranked the police 11,000 times. And a retirement village rumored to be the STD capital of America is in Florida. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they all come from the state of Florida. Because on Friday on Weird AF News, we only do weird news from our favorite place, Florida. Florida Fridays, Weird AF News. Let's do it. It's legal now, officer. A Florida man was caught smoking meth. He told the cops, it's legal now, guys. Do you think they believed him? Or did the Florida man get into some trouble smoking this meth? Let's find out in the story what happened when he told the police, it's legal now, guys. When he told them basically, well, I didn't know I couldn't do that, officer. (laughs) You're going to let me go now, right? Our Florida man, star of the story, enjoys smoking meth. He smokes meth all the time. Picture him smoking meth. Perhaps he has a Florida state tattoo on his left cheek. He's probably wearing no pants. Picture him in your mind, guys. The Florida man smoking meth. Perhaps he doesn't realize that it's not legal to smoke meth. Let's find out if he really believes that. This Florida man caught in the act of smoking meth told the police not to worry about it because the laws have changed recently in his favor. He's all up up, up on the laws. He's 31-year-old Enzo Zabala Cardoza. Wow, I really nailed that in one try. Very impressed with myself. Florida man Enzo Zabala Cardoza was caught by police in St. Petersburg with a glass pipe. Uh, that's also known as drug... Say it with me, guys. Drug what? Say it with me, guys. Drug paraphernalia. He's got some paraphernalia. You can always find paraphernalia on a Florida man in a Florida man's pockets if he's wearing pants. That's usually not the case, though. So Enzo here was caught with some drug paraphernalia pressed against his lips, trying to light the contents inside of the drug paraphernalia. According to the arrest affidavit, the police attempted to speak to Florida man Enzo about that drug paraphernalia and what it contained. And that's when Enzo walked away, declaring, Meth is legal now, guys. Duh. That's what he said. Quote, meth is legal now, guys. Duh. The officers, of course, pressed a little further. They asked Florida man Enzo when exactly the legislators legalized this highly addictive drug, to which he didn't have an answer to this. And uh, further investigation shows that, yes, in the state of Florida, turns out that methamphetamine and the possession of said chemical is still a crime and most certainly not legal. Uh, It is a schedule two because it has some medical benefits. You know, I believe it can help you lose weight. (laughs) Didn't they put meth in those weight loss pills? Back in the 90s, you're like, wow, ma, wow, you you can't stop cleaning, can you? You just, you clean the garage again today? That's twice. Mom's on the weight loss pills, guys. Now, our Florida man is no stranger to arrests. He He was currently out on bond for an arrest in May for possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Sweet, 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 sweet Florida man. 
Florida officials are asking local perverts to stop interrupting horny manatees. Well, it's very difficult to order around Florida perverts. They seem to do what they want. Now perhaps they're attempting to get with manatees? Is that what's going on? Well, it is manatee mating season. Official. It's a time in Florida where the manatees, they get together in a herd. And uh, they it's actually referred to as a mating ball. Yeah, mating ball. They get together in a mating ball. And local officials are saying, hey, 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 Florida people, don't put your body parts near or within the manatee mating ball. Don't get involved in a mating herd. Uh, but how can you tell Florida people to stay away from an orgy? You know, when they see an orgy, they just they just jump in. They lube themselves up and just dive right in the pile. They're Floridians. They're out of their minds. Sounds dangerous, by the way, to get involved in a mating herd of manatees. Let's get some more information here. The Sarasota Police Department had to put out a social media post. It stated that some looky-loos were attempting to touch a group of mating manatees near South Lido Beach. Looky-loos? I don't know what that is. Peeping toms? Is that what that is? Looky-loos? Seems like a word from the 1930s or something. Sounds like they're saying some people were attempting to touch a group of mating manatees, some curious people. But that I wouldn't say that's a pervert. Maybe they're just wannabe marine biologists. Is there a marine biologist here? Is anybody a marine biologist? Here's a quote from the police department. We spotted manatees mating near the beach on Sunday. Folks were trying to touch them. Please don't touch them. If you see a manatee mating herd, also known as a mating ball, observe respectfully but from a distance. Do not touch the mating herds of manatees. I know, you don't have to call them perverts, man. It just sounds like you want people to stay, like not touch them. It's, uh, I don't think this is a sexual thing, right? I don't. Is there a manatee mating herd fetish going around? There might be. Uh, says here, this is a very important reminder, especially since manatees are currently listed as vulnerable under the Endangered Species Act. They're vulnerable, which means they're very close to being endangered. It is actually illegal to touch, to annoy, to harass, or molest a manatee. And you must use the proper gender pronouns for manatees, because if you don't, that's a form of harassment as well. So get it right! They, them... Do not like to be molested. Who's molesting manatees? Can I get some stats here? Like, where are the police getting their information? I mean, do they have data to back up this claim here? It says here, uh, more than ever, manatees absolutely need to be undisturbed. They need special mating time. Officials estimate there are roughly 6,000 manatees in the Sunshine State. Last year, a record 1,101 of them died, which is an incredibly grim stat that nearly doubles the death rate from 2020. Very sad. Why are these manatees dying? Because perverts are looking at them? People are getting involved. That's You've got to be worried about that. It says here, as the water temperatures rise, so does the manatee's libido. Man, and water temperatures are rising. Temperatures rising. Your body's yearning. Oh, manatee. (laughs) 
<laughs> I spot a mating herd. <laughs> all right, all right. I think I just canceled myself there by singing an R. Kelly parody. Wow, this sh- this episode, this segment has really gone off the rails, guys. Okay, so the Wildlife Conservation Commission says manatee mating season typically runs from March to November. So you hear that, pervs? Stay in your house till November. Don't stick anything in a mating ball. (laughs) This is not the threesome you've been looking for. There's easier ways to have a threesome. I definitely don't want to get involved sexually with manatees, man. I don't think you're going to live through the, uh, the romp. I don't think you're going to live through a manatee orgy. Manatee put it on me. I place no one above manatee. Oh, let me take you to ecstasy. It seems like you're ready. Seems like you're ready. Manatee, are you ready to go all the way? <laughs> a florida woman called the police over ten thousand times to tell them that they suck <laughs> this is called florida commitment uh, yeah a woman called the police eleven thousand times in one year to bash them her name is carla jefferson says says here her nasty calls routinely contained extreme expletives and sexual innuendo <gasps> shocking She lives in Pinellas County. Maybe she's got a beef. Doesn't seem to me like the Pinellas police are doing much to stop all this crime. I cover a lot of shenanigans out of Pinellas County. Maybe the police aren't doing the right things over there in Pinellas. Maybe she's got a legitimate gripe. Although, I don't know, 11,000 phone calls, that seems a little pathological. Let's find out, though. The article says there are cop haters and then there are extraordinarily rabid cop haters. Well, our Florida lady Carla Jefferson is in the latter category and her bitter rage has landed her in legal trouble twice in the past few months after she reportedly called local police a staggering 11,000 times this year to blast and berate officers. My question is, why didn't the police just block her call after I don't know, a (laughs) hundred. Can't you block that number? The police don't have call blocking over there at the headquarters. (laughs) Why don't you go or or trace the number, go over her house after the thousand time, maybe the thousand time, go over her house, get to the bottom of this. Last I checked, you know, 911 misuse is is a criminal offense, correct? I've covered a lot of stories on Weird AF News of people misusing 911. They called 911 when KFC ran out of chicken. Do you remember that? That is kind of an emergency, though. I can see that. It says here, Carla Jefferson is 50 years old and persistently dials the non-emergency lines. Oh, she's not dialing 911. It's the non-emergency line of the St. Petersburg Police Department and the Pinellas County, Sh- County Sheriff's Office. So not 911, which is a a crime. I guess if you call the non-emergency number, tell them they're a bunch of fatties. I guess that's not illegal, right? <laughs> this is pathological, though. This is some pathology. Says here, anyone who answered the non-emergency line at, at the police department or the county sheriff's office 
would be greeted by a relentless woman, they describe her as, who harasses, belittles, swears at, and argues with whoever picks up the phone, according to the criminal complaint. Now, many cities across the country have their own versions of Carla Jefferson, but 11,000 phone calls in less than a year demonstrates the vile contempt that she apparently has for the law enforcement profession. Although such statistics are not kept, Jefferson criminal behavior might be record-setting. She reportedly placed 512 calls over one single 24-hour period last month, according to the criminal complaint. 512 calls in one day. Well, now, if you divide that by eight, let's say she was working an eight-hour day as a telemarketer, a harassment telemarketer. It's a new position I just made up. That's 64 calls an hour. That's more than one call a minute. <laughs> no one blocked her number? Nobody nobody traced it and went over there to have a little conversation with the lady that's calling you every minute <laughs> and harassing you and using, as you know, according to the report, sexual innuendos. I get robocalls, I block them. I got a long block list of robocallers. Robots, I assume they're robots, right? That's why we call them robocalls. Seems like a strange way to, to deploy a robot. We've been waiting for robots to be made so we can, you know, they can help us with all of life's chores and stuff. Instead, we're using them to call each other. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Why isn't the sex robot on the market, man? Come on, let's get it together. Sex robots, then robocall robots. One Florida man is sick and tired of being told that he lives in the STD capital of America. Friends up north and across Tampa Bay laughed when Brian Lafferty revealed where he bought a new home. His daughter in Boston called to express concern as well. Even his ex-wife asked him about it. Here's a quote from Lafferty. Well, without exception, every person I've told I bought a house in the villages has asked the same damn thing. Isn't that the STD capital of the U.S.? Come on, man. The villages is a retirement community in Florida. I've talked about it a few times on Florida Friday because it seems to be a place where a lot of shenanigans ensue. It says here the Villages is a mammoth retirement community. I don't mean woolly mammoth retirement community. It's a retirement community for humans, but it's it's mammoth in size. Yeah, it's not a woolly mammoth retirement community is what I'm trying to get across here. I do believe the woolly mammoth is extinct, guys. This is a retirement community for humans that's the size of a mammoth. I mean, it's mammoth-sized. At one time, it was the fastest-growing metropolitan area in the nation. That's about two years ago. Imagine that. Basically, it's a retirement community that's like a small city. And apparently, a lot of shenanigans and tomfoolery goes on there. Legend has it, the retirement community has a lot of swingers living there. There's been stories of public sex in that place for decades as well. But perhaps no myth is more ubiquitous or more enduring than the idea of rampant rates of sexually transmitted diseases in the village. I feel like I have to justify to every single person I know that I didn't buy this place to chase women. All right? I know I'm a, I'm, I'm a single man. I'm 69. I'm single. But I'm not here to chase women. I bought it. I want to live in the villages because I just want to golf, man. I like golf. I want to play golf. Last I checked, you can't get an STD from a pitching wedge, bro. A pitching wedge. I don't care where you put it. You ain't going to get an STD from that. I'm not here for the ladies, man. 
I got a handicap I'm trying to get down. You understand? Sexually transmitted infections are on the rise nationally in the wake of the pandemic, guys. Did you know that? But is the world's largest retirement community, 80 miles north of Tampa, really a hotbed for all of these STDs? There are some legends as to how this STD rumor began. Some say a disgruntled nurse hurled it as an insult. Others believe it began with a joke on a radio station in Florida. But most people trace it to a 2006 television news story called Doctors in Retirement Community Seeing Increase in STDs. In this piece, they interviewed a physician at a women's center in the villages. And uh, she said in all her years working in Miami, she has never seen so many STD cases since working here in the villages. The women's center of the villages is no longer open. The doctor was never named, so they weren't able to verify if this is in fact where the rumor came from. But the myth began there and snowballed. It appeared over the years everywhere from the New York Post to the Daily Mail. Often the stories seized on signs that the villagers were engaging in casual sex or dating, wielding them as evidence of heavy transmission within the the retirement community. Sometimes they cited data about the state's rising rates of sexual transmitted diseases, diseases and infections among seniors as proof that the same held true in the villages. In 2009, the New York Post called the villages, quote, ground zero for geriatrics who are seriously getting it on. In 2013, an article by Slate quoted it as the place that likes to bill itself as America's friendliest hometown, but has seen a huge increase in sexually transmitted diseases. But is this true? The villages, is this the hotbed of STDs that they're saying? Has anyone conducted some interviews? Do we have any anecdotal evidence, perhaps, or real hard data? Hard data, guys. Pun intended. It says here, residents of the villages are, of course, sexually active, says one doctor. He runs a health clinic within the retirement community. Oh, it's a she. My bad. Many of her patients come seeking testosterone therapy to improve their sex lives, she's seeing. All of them are tested for sexually transmitted diseases. In reality, she says, I don't see many STDs. You know, compared to other practitioners, I should. Uh, People just want to paint the picture that old people here are like young people in New Orleans. I'm not saying that they're not thinking about sex. They do a lot, but not to the point that there's STDs left and right and all over the place. I'm not really seeing that. Now, of course, Florida tracks STDs by county of residence. A State Department of Health official declined to give out any agency data on STDs for this particular article, citing privacy concerns. Covering an area larger than Manhattan, the villages spans three Florida counties, Sumter, Marion, and Lake. And there is some general data. The rates of STDs among people 55 and older have slightly trended upwards in these particular counties since 2006. But so have sexually transmitted disease rates everywhere, they're saying. And according to the CDC, Sexually transmitted diseases like gonorrhea and syphilis are surging nationwide. Much of this spread is among adults in their teens and 20s. Half of all infections are among people 15 to 24, in fact. So then what is it about the STDs being connected to the villages? Here's a quote from an old person. This really has nothing to do with concern about high STD rates. It has to do with old people having sex 
People who are older are just people who are older. They should be treated with respect, not as some kind of caricature. Another old person said, Well, I think there's a little bit of jealousy from the outside. Oh, you don't want to move there? There's STDs. It's utopia here. It's safe and everyone's happy. I think that fueled some of those rumors. Well, if you guys are interested in getting to the bottom of this, I suggest you listen to all of the Florida Friday episodes going back years and, you know, getting all that data, all the STD stories that came out of the villages that I covered, put them all together in a document. Now we have some hard data, guys. I got gonorrhea from a bingo board and nobody cared, nobody cared cause it's the villages, STDs are everywhere and nobody cares in the villages, there's STDs and everywhere and nobody cares. Yay! Oh lordy lordy lordy, thank you for joining me. You've made it all the way to the outro, my friends and my loyal listeners and I. I applaud you for doing that. It's a lot of work to get here. Uh, Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for sticking with Weird AF News. I appreciate you. And I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida articles leading up to today. You've definitely contributed to the quality of this particular episode, I think. We're doing the best we can, guys. Leading you into the weekend with some weird Florida news. Or maybe it's already the weekend you're, you're listening while you're by the pool drinking one of those, you know, they're called zombies. They have an umbrella. They're very strong. Try one. As for me, I'm gonna be high, so high. I'm gonna be free to know the things I do, alright. Wanna be free. You know it, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go to karaoke, I think. It's been a while. I like to get my karaoke game on. I take it very seriously, guys. Very seriously. Sometimes I'll rent a karaoke room just for myself to practice. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not that crazy. I do love it, though. If I ever come to your town, I'm going to ask you at one point, what's the karaoke situation? Where where can we go? Yeah, And then I expect you to take me uh, and ply me with beverages and, um, and just be my audience for a night. Doesn't that sound like a good time, guys? All right, I'm clearly out of my mind today. Well, I, I'm glad you joined me. There's a lot of podcasts out there. You could have skipped over to another more interesting, more highly produced situation. But you stuck it out with me, and I appreciate that. If you want to support the show because you've made it this far, hell, might as well go the distance. You can join my Patreon. That's right. That's a way to support the show. Keep Jonesy filled with caffeine. <laughs> right? Caffeine. That's what we want. That's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or you can just go to weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner. Uh, and lastly, if you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. The email, funnyjones at gmail.com. So you can send me articles or you can email me a, a fine how do you do. 